Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy freaks and geeks. This is not James Coe. James Coe is missing right now. Stuck in traffic on the 405. Shocked. This is shocked, right? This is Alex Gelhar welcoming you to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Join alongside, as you heard him already, Matt Harmon, the wide receiver prognosticator, West Virginia's finest. How are you? I'm already jumping the gun. Talking. You are already jumping the gun. It's our first, uh, it's our first podcast in the era of AF. After, After franchise. franchise, not yeah. the other and, way that uh, it's normally used. I'm a, little, I'm a little shook by it, to be honest. I know, but we have a special guest sitting in his seat right now. We got we got a returning human, pal. Long time no see. It's Mark Scrin. It's nice to be back. I mean, you know, Woo! I could I could tell you guys were awaiting my return because nothing was turned on when I got here this morning. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Like I <laughs> real thrilled. I literally walked in ten minutes before our scheduled start time, and like the whole studio was dark. And I thought I really I told Gilhar when he walked in, I thought I was getting ninth green at nine. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, I thought this was like some happy Gilmore, like hey, just meet us in the podcast yeah, studio Marcus, at eight o'clock and come, like come back on the podcast studio, <laughs> record right. at eight. <laughs> right, <laughs> thirty nine minutes after our start time, uh, our host is right. here. But uh, uh, it's nice to be back. I'm, I'm, you know, I missed being here all season long. I know. Um, well, you were too famous, so uh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm sad that, uh, I'm sad that your franchise had to get booted for me to return. But we, uh, we did send him off in good fashion I last mean, night. So if you hear anything that sounds not normal in our voices, or if we sound a little less energetic, uh, there's reasons. I mean, te- technically, he left us. Like in a way, I mean, we, you know. Technically, he left us. Are you having abandonment issues? Yes, I am. Ha- I am having abandonment issues. Of course, I'm having abandonment issues. <laughs> well, we have a, uh, as James always says, a great show ahead of you. I mean, not that great. I mean, it's going <laughs> to be short. I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's a good show. It's a good show. You know, it's fine. It's passable. It's passable. I mean, it is February 8th. The Eagles are doing their Super Bowl parade, and there's not a lot going on in fantasy. But we have some news. We're going to discuss uh, Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks's first mock drafts. Get us excited for draft season. S uh, Z N Z N as it is referred to on the interwebs, and uh, then we'll get some daily daps and get out of here. James may make an appearance by the time this uh, he gets here. Who knows? We'll see. But let's start the show as always with some news. 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 Yeah, we don't have drops anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've been here for that. No, no, no. Yeah, just just for Marcus's sake. News. Since since last year, <laughs> we don't have, we don't have any drops. Anymore. All right. So the saga of Josh McDaniels, reportedly the Colts' head coach, done deal for weeks. 
Pro Football Talk says he was having second thoughts post-Super Bowl. People were like, ah, that's BS. Then the Colts announced he's the guy. And then at a Wednesday press conference, hours later, McDaniels pulls out. What? Marcus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's funny because, you know, I remember, I mean, just was a couple days ago, but us sitting in the newsroom, kind of shutting it down for the day. I think I literally had shut down my computer, and Gelhar says, Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we're like, wait, what? If we get this news, um, I think first, first and foremost, Josh McDaniels. Now, if he decides he ever wants to be a head coach, he only has one shot left, and that is going to be with the New England Patriots. Whenever yeah. Bill Belichick decides to step away or is let go, whatever the case may be, um, that's the only team that's going to give him a head coaching job. No one else is going to do this now. Uh, after the way he flamed out in Denver, and now after the way he has left the, the Colts in a lurch. Um, not only not only the team, but you know the assistant coaches that he hired and got to come to Indianapolis, yes. who are now you know kind of facing an uncertain so, I mean, future. Footnote in that he hired all these assistant coaches. They uprooted them and their families. Was calling about other uh, coaches, and they're supposed to believe that like you know he had all these people in place in Indy, and then was just like, nah. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, for Josh McDaniels, this is a personal decision, and it was one you know that that obviously he he feels like he's comfortable with, but there's a lot of uncertainty on the Colts side. There's uncertainty on the Patriots side. And I know, you know, you probably got into this in the last podcast after the Super Bowl, but you know, Tom Brady's getting older. At some point, this, this whole group is going to break up there. And now if you're Josh McDaniels, you've kind of locked yourself into being in new England for the foreseeable future. And that future is kind of cloudy to me. Yeah. And not to mention, like they did not give him an official like agreement that, Hey, you're going to be our next head coach. Uh, so, McDaniels really has to rely on trusting the Patriots and you know who knows how that's gonna who knows how that's gonna go down I mean they can easily just like in two years when if Bill decides to retire and they're just like never mind we're not going to give uh, you that head coaching job that's gonna be a rough uh, a rough go of it for him so I, I don't know I mean it's a uh, it's 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 quite a situation right now and the Colts look like they're going to move. I mean, obviously, they're going to move forward. I watched a press conference yesterday with Chris Ballard, and I really thought he handled the situation about as well as you possibly could. Hey, the rivalry's back on. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you might want to start winning some games before. Uh, before I saw you... somebody tweet that they're like 0 and 7 in their last yeah. games, their last seven games against the Patriots. So. Hammer versus Nail is also a rivalry. So. <laughs> True. Well, they're Nail, constantly... Nail's not coming out too well <laughs> in that one. But, but, you know, it's, it's still. To me, I thought, like, watching that, I was like, well, I think they're in good hands GM-wise, but the Colts have, I mean, a lot of questions on their end, too. I mean, like, obviously there's the Andrew Luck situation. I know that, like, rampant speculation will occur about does this say something about Andrew Luck. I know a lot of our reporters have said that this is mostly a Josh McDaniels Patriots thing as opposed to a uh, Josh McDaniels Colts thing. So that at least, I don't know, but that's going to be a topic of conversation all offseason. Yes, 100%. The Colts are currently interviewing Dan Campbell, and uh, he's an assistant coach with the New Orleans Let's Saints. Let's get PC Principal back as a head PC coach. PC Principal, you may remember him as the interim <laughs> coach for the Dolphins a few years ago, and Frank Reich, the offensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champions, who, breaking, are still on their parade. <laughs> uh, all right. I, can, I can confirm. My also eyes. in the news, somewhat related, ESPN's Chris Mortensen says there are doctors who have concerns about Andrew Luck's shoulder and whether he needs more surgery. Oh, what? I, I jumped the gun again. That Meanwhile, uh, Chris Ballard says, uh, who Harmon already talked about, as uh, Andrew Luck doesn't need additional surgery. Guys, uh, is it time to legit get worried about Andrew Luck? First off, what I mean, all, all 
all due respect to Chris Ballard, and I know he's still fairly new around there, but after after we got the runaround about Andrew Luck last year from the Colts. There's also a lot of Ursay though, that wasn't so much True. Ballard. I know, actually, that's what I know. I mean, I know he's he's still fairly new to this whole thing, but the organization as a whole doesn't seem to have a they don't have a whole lot of credibility with me when it comes to this Andrew Luck thing. So, you know, look, all due respect to to Chris Ballard, I'm not buying it. Not yeah. yet. Um yeah, this is really worrisome. I mean, it, we're Febu- it's February right now. If he has another surgery, like that's a couple several months, couple to right. several months uh, recovery time. But even without that, you know, hearing earlier this week that Andrew Luck still hasn't picked up a football yet, that's a yeah. problem. That is a problem. Yeah, like we're looking for him to throw. <laughs> I mean, at some point, at some point, he's going to have to throw, and that's what's going to squash the rumors. Like until then, we're going to be right. talking about this. It's going to be a whole back and forth situation, and like they're another team. I mean, you can't really like. I know people want to say that this is like a really interesting offense next year or whatever, but if you just the only player you can really lock in right now is like a high end contributor is T. Y. Hilton and I guess Jack Doyle. Other, yeah. other than that, like Frank Gore's a free agent. Dante Moncrief's a free agent. Uh, Kamar Aiken's a free agent. Well, sh- like, shoot, you can't. Hey, can't go on without. Kamar. Hey, put some spec on Kamar's <laughs> name. All right, but but like yeah, other than that, I mean they've they've got a lot of questions to answer. Um, I, I think we have really no idea what this offense is going to look like. This next is year. are we starting to get towards a hashtag never Colts in fantasy drafts next year? I tried. I mean, we hashtag never Jets, and we all you know had egg on our face. Yeah, Robbie Anderson threw some egg on our face. So, uh, well, he's not going to do that next year, though. So, oh, I did. I I did see th- that they're you know Manish Mehta said that they're not going to give up on him. So at least there's that. And, and, and I guess the other part of that though is Jacoby Brissett was was decent last year. I mean, he wasn't. He had moments. Yeah. He had moments. He wasn't. You know, he I mean, he, he wasn't. was also traded for in like week two or whatever. True. The preseason. So. so I mean, he gets a whole another year. He's got a year to work with it. He's got an off season to kind of work with his whole thing. Granted, I mean, new system though too. So. He's true. back to square one. True, but you know, and, and they're going to need some playmakers. I mean, you mentioned all the guys who are free agents. They've got to try to figure out a way to get one or two of those guys back in the building. But you know, it's it's not as though this thing completely falls apart. It's just not where we envisioned this would be a couple years. They're in a rough spot too because they need pass rushers. They need offensive linemen. I mean, the biggest reason that I mean, Jacoby Brissett definitely played well at times. He showed well, but then at other times he was just pummeled back there. True. Was True. just obliterated. I, I think the Colts allowed the second highest pressure rate in the NFL per our next gen stat. So like they need to they need to rebuild that situation. They need to continue to rebuild their defense. And they also now need to they have a, a dearth of, of playmakers. So the Colts have really kind of like if they had a window with Andrew Luck, like that window looks a lot more foggy it's, than it does now, than it did like it a couple is, years ago. It's not fully closed, but it's getting there. Yeah, it's board. It's it's starting to get boarded up. Uh, other news: the other New England coordinator, Matt Patricia, was announced as the new head coach in Detroit. And guess what? He actually went there, <laughs> stayed there, held a press conference. He is going to be there. Trimmed his beard too. I know that was weird. Like he looked like a. Uh, What's the character from Lord of the Rings? The 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 short the sh- the shrimp the the what you know the guy the, the character you can't the, say shrimp when half the be- the they're called the half men <laughs> the hobbits like, no 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 the uh, the the dwarf the dwarf yeah what's oh his, I forget what his name is Gimli Gimli yeah you looked like Gimli before going to the uh, going to the the lines. wow what a roundabout anyways he's keeping <laughs> that was terrible he's I'm sorry. keeping <laughs> he's keeping the iconic Jim Bob Cooter at his as his coordinator on offense which is good news for Matt Stafford and the fantasy offense correct. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, like that was definitely a. It seemed like Stafford was really insistent that 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 be a part of the deal. Like they can bring somebody else in to be the head coach, but he wanted to keep uh keep Cooter around. Yes, 
which I think is good news. Stafford's been playing a lot, a lot better. Well, I mean, the offense is is different. He's not just whipping it deep as much. They they got a little bit of the uh, the Jarvis Landry short passes going on there in uh, Detroit, but it has been good overall for them. And then for some reason, James put on the rundown that Tavon Austin is expected to get cut. I feel like this is trolling me because I'm back. Probably, probably. Oh yeah, that's a good point. One hundred percent trolling, Mark. Look trolling. at that, Mar- Marcus is back on the pod and we're talking Tavon. <laughs> but uh, so does anybody have any takes on uh, the Rams probably cutting Tavon Austin? Uh, other, other than Sean McVay was the coach of the year and like completely turned around this offense, and he still couldn't find a way to get Tavon Austin involved. <laughs> Honestly, that was like one of the first signs to me that he was gonna be a good head coach. Is that they were like, <laughs> no, we know you're paying, we know that we are paying you a lot of money, but you can take a seat. Like that, that he was not gonna make a decision based purely on like financial implications. That he was pretty much just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna bring in. A, a ton of different guys. Like we're just because we're paying you a lot of money does not mean you're going to get on the field and like we're not going to try to push it. At different times, like they used him kind of as like their number two running back. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my my biggest question with Tavon Austin, and, and again, it's good that Marcus is back here so we can talk about this. And, and I'll throw the <laughs> throw the question to you. We're as, still talking about Tavon as, Austin. As, as <laughs> I, was on, I was getting prepared as, for the next segment. As the Tavon Austin expert. Uh, where is he going to catch, like, 50 passes next year? Is it going to be New Orleans or New England? Wait, you're giving him 50 passes? Oh, yeah. I would I would be – catches? Wow. I would not be shocked if, like, s- some team does finally, like, get something out of him. No, actually – I, I mean, I, he, I, caught, he caught 50 uh, with, with the Jeff Fisher Rams before. Here, here's what I – And, and – had 50 rushes. Remember when Jeff Fisher said he was going to catch 100 passes? I do. Why are you pulling a Jeff Fisher <laughs> right now? I'm just saying. I bet I bet you some team that, like – Look, at even Sully <laughs> in the back is, like, incredulous. I'm just saying. Here's all I'll say. Is <laughs> I, I just looked through the glass, and Sully was I'm staring at you. giggling at Tavon Austin about, takes out of nowhere. How about, how about this for, uh, you know, some little uh, – not controversy, maybe stir things up a little bit. Jarvis Landry leaves Miami. Oh, for God's on. sake. Oh, that's <laughs> so gross. It's just disgusting. <laughs> by the way, with like the routes that Landry runs, like the drags over the middle of the field and gets blasted by linebackers, like Tavon would snap in half <laughs> in a minute. All right. Remember so, when he, remember when in, oh, my God. Why are we still talking about remember, Tavon Austin? Remember when he like got thrown out of training camp or couldn't practice in training camp because he ate like two bananas for breakfast? From, yeah, I remember Bro, that. you're a professional athlete. Don't eat more than two bananas. Come on. But seriously, I, I, I – I'm going to say it now. I bet you he catches 40 to 50 passes somewhere next year. Beer bet? Yeah. What's the What's the line? Uh, let's just go 40. Hype train. No, 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 no. no. Not hype a hype train. train. <laughs> 50, <laughs> 50 passes for 45. 45? Set the under at 45. All right, I'll beer All bet right. you he on has, that. He has, he has topped 45 receptions twice in his career. Boom. Look at that. You already shook on it. So twice in his career. And you're He's like, been in the league like what? Three, four, five, years. five years, five years, in five seasons. Long five years. He had a uh, his his career high is fifty eight. That was in twenty sixteen. I'm just saying, like some team, forty five, some team that wants him. Yeah, okay. Uh, like I said, New Orleans, like they, the Kamara goes down with an injury in week two. Sorry, don't. Sully. What do you? Why? And, why would you say that? <laughs> why would you say they, stuff they like that? Like don't even keep, put that out there. You don't, don't even put that, that in the in the universe. Oh, no. All right, we're taking you off your Tavon Austin beat all now right. to talk about uh, Daniel Jeremiah's first mock draft. Uh, if you go to NFL.com/slash mock drafts, I believe you can get it from uh, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, Lance Zierlein, Chad Reuter, 
all of our great draft coverage guys, they have mock drafts up right now. And all four of them have Darnold going number one overall to Cleveland. Although James wrote in here that there are rumors Cleveland could chase a vet quarterback and go with Saquon at number one. God, please don't, don't do that. Don't do that, Cleveland. <laughs> don't do that. But anyways, guys, what do we think about uh, Marcus? We'll go to you as the resident uh, Trojan honk. What do you think about uh, your boy Sam Darnold going to Cleveland? Um... Look, I, all of these quarterbacks, and I, I have just kind of started watching some of these guys. Uh, obviously, I've seen a lot of Darnold. Um, all of these guys have flaws, but all of these guys have potential. And, and as a guy who watched Sam Darnold's every game at USC, there are times when you look at him and you're like, Sam, what are you doing? Uh, he's a turnover machine. He, he just improvises a lot of times. And then he will do things, and he'll make a throw, and you're like, this guy's an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I understand if you are Cleveland, a guy like Darnold is kind of that electric, potentially do-everything package. He's got the strong arm. He can get out of trouble. He has – I won't say he's Carson Wentz, but he has some Wentz ability in the sense that he can he can make plays with his legs, he can extend, and he can make some really amazing throws. You just have to pray that he's not the turnover machine in the NFL that he was in college. But he is definitely a guy that has all the tools – that you can build around. And when did he pop on the scene? Like it was sometime mid last season, right? When he when he correct to, to get work because I, I I remember him like starting to starting to get out there and watching a few of those USC games. And like for me, like the one I said this to Marcus right before we started, like he'll be the young. I think he'll be the youngest starting quarterback ever to start a week one game. He's not even twenty one yet. He turns twenty one in June. I mean, can't that, even can't even have a beer with him. Can't even have a beer with him. Yeah, I mean, he can't even celebrate being drafted with a beer, <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least at least legally. Legally, and we don't advocate underage drinking. No, of, of course, course not. But Cleveland, to me, like I know that James wrote, like they might pursue a vet or whatever. But like honestly, just just solve the damn thing. Like just go out, just take a quarterback, start building around him. That's what they need to do. I don't think they need to mess around with anything. You make else. it sound so easy. Just solve the damn thing. Sol- like, like they haven't been trying for 20 years I mean, to just solve try the damn better. Thing. Bro, they got a they got a jersey with 24 <laughs> names on it right now that's no, trying to solve the damn thing. But they've got goofball names on there like Jake Delome. Seneca Wallace. That's your former hero, Jake Delone. I know. I, I know. But like look, that. I look. I love Jake Delone. Like this is. No, I'm not going to say any negative words about Jake on this podcast. He was the but, first name out of your mouth when you said goofballs. That but the Browns but, but they they signed him when he was like 38. Like after that season, which that's like the let's let's get on Jake Delone now. Now that we've talked oh about Tavon Austin, like now that there's no official host here, I'm gonna just run this show. We're gonna talk is, Jake. Is, has it always been this dysfunctional since I've been away for? Every no, I mean this is what happens when you lose James when he's stuck in traffic on the 405. Look, in in, in on February 8th, yes, 2018, the la- the thing we need to cover the most is his retired no, listen, quarterback. We're not gonna let you talk about Jake Delone. But but seriously, like Cleveland to me, I think they just need to take a quarterback number one and start figuring it out. I, I don't feel good about the uh, – we talked several shows ago about the dysfunctional union of uh, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley being the one to nurture that oh quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think they need to take a quarterback and just get it over with. All right, so a couple of the big names to talk about in the first round is uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, widely regarded as like a can't-miss prospect. I think Lent Zierlein actually in his uh, write-up of him comped him to Barry Sanders, which is uh, that's high rarefied air if you're going to compare a, a prospect to Barry Sanders. Yeah. But uh, a couple of our analysts have him going number two to the Giants. Others have him going later. Uh, what do you guys think of Saquon Barkley? I know you probably haven't studied him in deep yet, but uh, what do you think of Saquon and where would you like him to land? I watched a little bit of Saquon yesterday afternoon. I mean, I you know obviously I had watched him just kind of play just as a neutral observer or whatever, but I actually had a chance to kind of dig in. 
dude is fast. Um, and I guess where I would take issue with the, the Barry Sanders comp is that I don't – one, I think he's faster than Barry Sanders. Um, but he also isn't – he's not as agile. I mean, he's not a make-you-miss sort of guy. He's gonna, he tends to win with speed. He can get to the edge even when he's running between the tackles. I mean, his, his burst gets him through there before he really has to worry about breaking tackles. So I think there's a difference there. But I also haven't seen enough from Saquon to – for me to for him to be head and shoulders ahead of the rest of what's a pretty deep running back class. Mm. Um, I mean, I think it'd be interesting to see him with the Giants. I, I I could see a situation where now that you've got you know you've got Gettleman there, um, that they go out and maybe sign Jonathan Stewart as a free agent, uh, you know, to bring in some veteran presence, and then they draft Saquon, and then you've got kind of an interesting backfield. You've got yeah. you kind of have Stewart as the the Thunder. You've got you know Barkley as the Lightning. And I could see that working out pretty well for the Giants. But by the way, uh, Saquon Barkley is like 220 pounds, five five eleven. He's a lot bigger than a player like Barry Sanders. Also, with you mentioned Dave Gettleman, like color me skeptical that Gettleman is going to draft <laughs> running back number two overall. I would, I would, I'd wager a significant yeah, amount, amount of jelly beans that that is not going to uh, be Folks, breaking news. James Coe is now in the building, and thank God I just had to Heisman Harmon from going on a Jake DeLome rant. <laughs> Jake DeLome, James. <laughs> you missed the Tavon Austin talk. Oh. <laughs> Which also went on too long. I disagree. I, I took Harmon up on a beer bet that Tavon Austin is going to have – I say he's going to have fewer than 45 receptions. Harmon say he over. is more next year. Where's he gonna go? Nobody knows. That's my that's my point. I think some team that really wants him. That let's get back on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think some team that like really wants him will sign him and find like some. He'll probably be with the Patriots and catch forty five like, catches. Look, so. Deion Lewis is gonna be gone. Rex Burkhead's a free agent. Like they 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 signed Tavon, make him an official five. Uh, that's nothing. Catches. I will I I will say there is a zero percent chance he catches forty five. Yeah. So thanks. All for, right, Thanks well, for the beer, Harmon. Listen, you want to get in on this? <laughs> I'll get in. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Tavon Austin going oh to the Patriots would be the ultimate Bill Belichick heat check. <laughs> like how? Yeah, you know, like that's the ultimate. Heat that's check. a Steph Curry half like, court, like, court pull like, up what, jumper. What right can there. I do with Tavon? Man, McDaniel's making moves already. Signing Tavon Austin. So obviously, Austin James, to catch up, we were just talking about yeah. Barkley in the draft, Tavon. and I guess now is a good Love chance it. to uh, slide over to Calvin Ridley, perhaps, because this, as we talked about yesterday, the Cubes too not a deep wide receiver class no. at all. It seems no. at least. Uh, with hype and whether or not that's just course correction it's, from everybody like being overhyped on wide receivers and drafts recently, or just uh, an indicator of the talent, it's a uh, it's a little suspect at the wide not, receiver position. There's not supposed to be a lot of speed out there at the wide receiver position uh, this year, and, and even some even some of the guys that we've talked about on this podcast before, um, they just uh, there's there's holes in their game, right? So even the Bolitnikoff guy from Oklahoma State. Yeah, Washington. Washington. Um, it, 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 you know, it's it's funny. Like he's not even supposed to be. He's not that highly. You know. I mean, it's kind of, of it's kind of Calvin Ridley and then everybody else right now. I, I think that's what it, it, that's what it's kind of sort of looking like. I mean, there were some guys that popped a little bit um, at the Senior Bowl and all those those kind of things, right, but true. you know, uh, again, it. I don't think it's going to be very deep. Yeah, I was going to say looking across the mock drafts, uh, one of the only other guys that pops up in a couple is Christian Kirk. Uh, both Bucky and DJ having have him going in the first round. And Texas then, A&M. Texas Correct. A&M wide receiver. And then Cortland Sutton, Bucky has, going at 19, wide receiver from Southern Methodist University oh, to smooth. the Dallas Cowboys. No, you know also what, he though? stays in the Metroplex. The funny – well, because the thing, the thing about him is that he actually plays like old-school dance. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. 
and uh, he likes to get up there and go get it. So uh, that's that's an interesting that's an in, that would be an interesting pick right there. So I don't know the the reason that I normally take issue with the whole idea that like it's a weak wide receiver class or whatever. Okay. Uh, not just specifically to this class, but more in like a macro sense is that I think everybody says that because there's like a lack of number one guys, but there's just not that many like true number one receivers out there. Like I, there aren't 32 of them. Mm. That, that's for sure. Like not every team has one. Not every team gets one. So uh, to to me, like I, I think I think that there's like you got to fill three wide receiver spots too. like everybody runs 11 personnel most of the time. Right. Like what we're looking at is like, can there be some high end like complimentary receivers? And for fantasy owners, like you got to think that at some point somebody's going to have, you know, those big type of games, like whether they're slot receivers or whether they line up at, at flanker and then you're trying to identify that by matchup. But I definitely think that, that there's probably no, like, maybe elite true number ones or, like, easily identifiable ones. But there there has to be guys that are complementary because everybody's playing three wide receivers today. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I, and, I, and, again, it, it all comes down to – I mean, we talk about this a lot with running backs, right? But for wide receivers, they got to find the right fit too. Mm-hmm. they got to get in the right system as well. You know what I mean? There are very few wide receivers, I think, out there that are just – it doesn't matter what system they're in. They're just going to – they're going to pop. You know my, I mean? my favorite example is always Michael Crabtree. Like, you, he ran out – ran himself out of town in, in San Francisco pretty much because they just, like, right away let him walk because he was a guy that's really based on timing. He's based on precision, route running. Uh, and that was, like, not a fit at all with Colin Kaepernick, who was more of j- – in his time in the NFL was more of, like, just a see-it-throw at quarterback. Like, the guy's open, I'm going to hit him. And he has a great arm and all that, but, like, he's not a very anticipatory passer. Then you saw him get with a guy like that in Derek Carr, and he immediately went off in the, r- the right type of system that used him really well on the on the right type of route. So, yeah, th- th- I totally agree with you. Like, it's all about offensive fit. So, there you go. Um, by the way, kill me now. I mean, it's like <laughs> – okay. <laughs> because of last night, or both? I, I'm I'm still recovering from last. Yeah, night. Yeah, we all are. And uh, hour and fifteen to come in today off of the draft. What did you? Ooh. Yikes! What did you guys oh, do last almighty. night? <laughs> oh, do you just not remember? <laughs> For some reason. Some reason we won't name. Possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. But yeah. Anyways, well. uh, the mock drafts, <laughs> NFL.com mock drafts slash mock drafts or NFL.com slash draft will take you to all of those. A lot of interesting things going on. Should be a fun draft to watch coming up in uh, late April or whatever. But uh, feels like it's kind of snuck up on me. You know, like the draft kind of snuck up on draft me. season. Draft season snuck up on me. You know why though? I think it's because you were writing all those um, extra pieces, right? For uh, for for .com. Yeah, they've like, actually had me do work. <laughs> For for NFL online as a yeah, reservation. NFL. That was so funny, right? Like, we showed up yesterday, and, and they had the tables reserved for us, and it was yeah. NFL online. Because when I made the reservation, I was like, hey, like, we work for the NFL. Like, can we get a couple tables? Yeah. And we had a going away party for a guy. And then when we showed up, the reservation placards said NFL, NFL online. online. Well, well, not NFL.com, not well, NFL Network, why? NFL Online. online. Yeah, it's sort on, of like, you know, online. America, America online. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for the NFL. <laughs> online. Ever, ever uh... Yeah, they tried it? to offer us some free discs, yeah, some they CDs guess, as right. well, you know. A little, little internet time. I had so many of those good. stacked up when I was in college as coasters. 500 hours. <laughs> some friends and I, when those used to be popular, we'd, like, get them all the time, and then we had fights with them. Like, we'd run around and <laughs> just legit <laughs> whip them at each other. <laughs> wow. There you go. Hey, man, when you're, you know, when you're living in the Midwest, you got to make your own fun sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd, we'd throw AOL discs at each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> When was the last time you like actually saw a floppy disk? Well, a they weren't a floppy. floppy no, but I mean like, what, but seriously, when was like I the last know, I just, time I saw a floppy? Uh, Ooh, it's been a while, uh, man. 
been a while. Years. You know, we were we, we were talking about this um, at the uh, the watering hole yesterday. So my wife works with a works with a gal who doesn't know how to save as. What? Like does not know how to. <laughs> yeah, they apparently <laughs> didn't hear this discussion. <laughs> I was there with I'm, you, I'm, but they both. I'm just sorry. What? Oh, you guys weren't there. For I. I no, it's, uh, you, it's like you, me, and Claybon and oh, a couple others. They they were at the other right, table. So this so this girl's fresh out of school. By the way, this is how you know we're in an off-season podcast. Right. <laughs> she's fresh out of school. I think she's like 22 or 23 years old. And I guess she never really worked with a, a desktop before. Like, everything she's done is, is through apps and, like, iPads. So she's, so she's, she's literally the, the girl from the – She's yes. the what's the computer she's girl. literally yeah. the what's the computer girl. Oh, oh man, you can't, you can't hate on that commercial anymore now because yes, it's a real thing. I, I absolutely still can't. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. Look, I mean, this girl, well, she's – Fresh out of college, you yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, shoot, she's like three, four years younger than me. So and she, she doesn't even know what a computer is. She, <laughs> she, she's the, the commercial. That's a real thing now. You can't, you can't hate on it. No, I still hate on it. So she doesn't I – I guess she doesn't really know a lot of – like, she's never had to right-click on anything. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. That is – that's the, like, the weirdest – stunning thing i've ever heard <laughs> so yeah so they, they've had to like be like you know like walk her through some of the the more basic you know keyboard prompts which so is... use the the mouse button on the right side <laughs> oh click it I, I cannot with this scroll down and save as is crucial <laughs> oh man and they all and so you know they it, well here's the thing they've really had to start from like scratch right because like if you think about like if you think about apps right like they're all the files and stuff are saved on the actual app, right? Yeah. Versus like the folder system, like you got to go find this thing on a folder, right? Like so, they're like, "Oh, hey, it's in this folder." She's like, "Nope, some don't know great, how to do that." Some great save as and folder talk. You should uh, get to daily uh, naps and go. get out of here. I mean, we already covered the important news of the day, like Jake Delhomme and right, right, and Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. This is basically the Tavon Austin podcast okay. now. Okay. But steps, 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 steps. Yeah, I just laugh. It's terrible now, man. Yeah, this yeah, is well, a real bootleg. This been, real this is bootleg. Like, this is right. a poverty-stricken podcast. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Woo. Well, MG, it's been a while. It has been a while. I'm glad to be back. Yes, even if it was a little bit of a uh, a rough takeoff today. Yes, but uh, I'm glad. So, so I guess my daily naps. Not one, a, not a SpaceX takeoff. Over no, there. not at all. We are not at all Starman out there in our Tesla. Starman. Um. Uh. So I guess a few daily. One. Um. Daps, what daps to you guys for letting me come back in here? Letting you come, back. letting, letting. Are you <laughs> letting, kidding? Letting you're, <laughs> you're a legendary television. Uh, exactly. If you, if you didn't, if we didn't let you come yeah, back in. Exactly. You would have easily you let yourself. <laughs> you would have easily just on. been like, uh, excuse me, you kidding me? Uh, I'll pay you off with hundred. I would have slept. I would have slept for another half hour and would just be rolling in right about now. Yeah, um, true. that's true. But daps to you guys for that. Daps to everybody who you know who tweeted me all season long saying they missed me on the pod. I missed you guys too. I missed being here. So I'm glad to be back. Uh, I know I've, I know I've I've spoken to franchise, but honestly, like I just want to say here, daps to him yeah. for everything he did. Um, yeah. I've always said that that us being together was kind of a special moment in time, and at some point it was going to end. But man, it still hurts. It's still a little bit bittersweet. So uh, I'm gonna miss that guy. So best of luck to him. Uh, and then finally, uh, random. Daps to the good place. I just started watching this show. Okay. Uh, and I'm, 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 I know I'm kind of late. I know they just finished the, their second season. I just plowed through the first season on Netflix and. Holy goodness, it's a really good show, and it kind of it catches you by surprise at how good it is. Um, you know, and also for for football fans, there are there are you know 
Football-related jokes, jokes, right? There's yeah. Jaguars jokes. There's a, a good Browns joke in the very first episode. Um, nice. There's a lot of football in there. But it, it is a it is legitimately a good show, and so props to them and dabs to them for, uh, for, for doing that. So I look forward to actually catching up on season two. Matt Harmon, what do you got? I think I'm going to give a daily dab to, as we're watching the Eagles parade here, I, I, some of the stories that have come out about these guys, some of these personalities, I mean, especially Nick Foles, but, like, Doug Peterson, too, it's been – it's been a fun group to like, kind of get to know. Sure, you know, I think that, and I think that's just great. Like, daps to the Super Bowl coverage too. Like, you got two weeks to prepare for the game, and then you've got kind of like a small window to talk about it afterwards. Like, pretty much after today, it's like, okay, officially done. Close the door, move on. Yep. But it's I think draft season, been, yeah, baby. right. There's been a season. lot of take season, all that. Like, there, yeah. there's been a lot of good stories that have come out, especially like Nick Foles, like who has I was talking about it on a podcast yesterday. Sure. Like, he's had one of the strangest. NFL journeys ever. Oh you God. think about, he got drafted in the third round by an Andy Reid led team. Andy Reid gets booted out of town in Philadelphia. <laughs> then Chip Kelly takes over. Has a remarkable season under Chip has Kelly. Has a remarkable season. Crazy. He's like benched the next year. Then he kind of goes into the NFL's wasteland of Jeff Fisher's tutelage, and then he kind of goes into hiding as like the Chiefs backup. Right. You know, and then finally he's back in Philadelphia and he's winning a Super Bowl. Like it's just a strange journey, but he's really emerged with a lot of good things to say. Sure. Uh, he, you know, Sam Farmer from the LA Times tweeted out his quote. It's a great uh, quote. Yeah, that's been it's a great thing to read. So Daily Daps is just the all the stories coming out about these guys. He and Jay Ajayi, if you think about, you know, Jay yeah. Ajayi's career arc too. It's just been Very what a strange. wild ride that's been as well. <laughs> the last like f- four months for that, him. That's Man, what I'm saying. You know? the, Dol- the Dolphins really showed Jay Ajayi, huh? <laughs> you know, you have you have attitude problems <laughs> here. We're gonna ship you out to an eventual Super Bowl champion. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach you. That'll teach him. Uh, I'll give a daily dap out to uh, uh, a website. I, I think I've done it before, but Dorkly. I love Dorkly. Oh my God, I got caught in a Dorkly YouTube <coughs> black hole yesterday. So, uh, but no, I, I I hadn't been there in a long time. But uh, it's video game humor. A lot of video game humor, but it's funny. They do it well. So, uh, daily daps to Dorkly. Alex Gilhart, what you got? Uh, two daily daps. One to the new Deadpool trailer. They released yes. uh, another trailer yesterday that was hilarious. They took a shot at Justice League. They made a Toy Story joke in there. <laughs> yep. And uh, it was just, it just looked like a lot of fun in general. Uh, and then second daily dap is to the Giannis uh, dunk. Oh, the Giannis Antetokounmpo right. dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about it at the at the watering hole last night, but it's just like it got overshadowed and why are the calves trash? But yes. a six foot eleven man running down the court uh, off the fly jumped over a, a six seven man and dunked on him. Like jumped over him. Over him. Not on him. <laughs> over. Not just a, not didn't just normally he posterize him. He over him. leap leapt over this man. Unbelievable. And it's just not getting enough coverage. I was tweeting about it. I also but, feel uh, like it's not getting enough. It, it was an outrageous it's so dunk. Silly. It's like, so silly. It was an amazing play, and I mean, it just needs to be covered more. Giannis is a Giannis is a star, and he, he's uh you know uh, people know Giannis, but it's like because he plays for the Bucks, he's not a superstar, and he's still ascending. Like right. he he hasn't quite hit like he's gonna always take over game status like he can, but he's he's on the verge right now. And this is one of those I plays. Just, I'm just like, how how is that not like? I don't topic know. of I, every sports center the next day. I just day. want to let you know that you yeah. guys have both been fined $50,000 by the <laughs> NBA <laughs> for talking about Giannis That's here right. on this podcast. Tampering, baby. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, but, uh, but you know, this is the first year that Giannis has really grown into his body, too. He, Absolutely. A, he is a frightening I mean, his nickname is the Greek Freak, and when he was when he first came in the NBA, he just was gangly yeah, and was, sticks. like, uncoordinated. Yeah. And now – the dude's muscular is all hell, and he's That's jumping right. over people. <laughs> like, I can't stress that fact enough. Exactly. He's 6'11". Exactly. exactly. 
There you like, go. You, you as just a normal human being go jump over your child and be like, wow, <laughs> that was a feat. And then add like a foot and a half to your height and right. try and jump over a right. six foot seven yeah. person right. and then right. be like, oh, okay, right. this is outrageous. All right. Well, we've got to move the sticks. Wait yes. for us to get the yeah. hell out. Speaking of draft Real season. Yes. Draft season. Draft season is Real. here. Uh, so there hey, you that go. Was, this is a great show. we got to get Sully. He's too busy so shooting uh, the breeze over there for his next is. show because we don't have any going out uh, music right now. So, so, <laughs> so, it's a, Sully, Sully. We, we need to hit that music. <laughs> <laughs> we get that music? It's a great show. I'm, I'm so glad we got to spend a large uh, amount of time on the <laughs> Tavon best, best quarterback Tavon. in uh, Panthers franchise history. Oh, okay. That's great. Oh, Sully. Eric Anderson? No, Jake DeLone, baby. Uh. Shout out. Wait, wait, I guess we're rapping. Well, we're we're rapping. All right, we're rapping. I don't know where y'all's outro is. It's the same music. It's the same as the intro. Yeah, no, it's the same. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, I'll just <laughs> there we go. What a podcast. That was great. Uh, glory. Was good from Wisconsin. Alice Gale Harm, Matt Harmon. Love you, Jake Long. Marcus. <laughs> Shout After out. Sully. I'm James Kelly. We'll see you later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrict Apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.